0: I just feel like, you know, and then obviously put Jesus Christ first. That's who I believe in. That's who I choose to believe in. Put him first. Like he will literally alter your footsteps and literally put the right people at the right time in your path. Like I strongly and wholly believe that. Me too. Because it's been my life. Like the amount of things that I've gone through, I really shouldn't even be out here breathing this air. Like real talk.
1: Like what? What you done like been through? Like
0: real time. Ta- like I've been to jail. I've for what? Jail. What you
1: done did? <sighs> you the one that put it out there. <laughs> we'll save it for the second interview. Yeah. We'll save it for that interview. <laughs> you
0: know, <laughs> I, I mean, but I'm just saying I was a troubled kid. Like, you know, I, a, lot have, a lot of things have happened to me where most people would be like, I'm done. I'm done. I ain't doing. I'm Look, done.
1: What you saying is you went to jail and you being that transparent. I'm going to be transparent as well. I've been there too. But we going to save the details
0: for another for the time. Next time. <laughs> for another
1: time. Not too much. For the next time. Not too much. For the next time. Ready? I'm ready. Welcome to another episode of the Hour of Change podcast. And today is no different. Uh, we bring very special guests that are willing to build businesses, entrepreneurs. And just know in this episode, just like every other episode, you never think the same, you never work the same, you never move the same, because within this hour, your life will be changed. Um, you know, we provide valuable information and drop a lot of gems, so be prepared and be ready for this one. And today, we have Miss Fee here today. Yes. What's going on, how are you?
0: I'm great, how are you? I'm
1: doing good, <laughs> I'm doing good. Um, one of the first things I want to ask you was, if you were to, let's say you get invited to like a networking event, right, uh-huh. and it's your time to speak, you're walking up on stage and they hand you the microphone, right? Yeah. How do you, how would you introduce yourself and your business and tell people what it is that you do?
0: Um. One, I feel like me. I feel like you got to put respect on people's names, and I'm going to put respect on my name. So it would be, you know, hi, everyone. I'm Fee, the owner of the Flawless Brand, a luxury upscale salon. The Flawless Brand. The Flawless Brand, Mm -hmm. yes. A luxury upscale salon located in the heart of Stafford, Texas, which is the middle of Sugarland, Houston, Missouri City. We service every person, every color, every walk of life. Um, and our goal is to like, you know, uplift those using faith and beauty.
1: Using faith and beauty. And beauty, yes. Faith. Uh, how, how, how is faith attached to that?
0: So, I always ask God like what my purpose is, like all the time. And what constantly comes to me is faith, like faith all the time. Um, I tend to insp- inspire people through all the stuff that I've gone through. And the only way that I've got through all those things is a walk of faith. Gotcha. So um, I feel like with every person that sits in my chair, whether I'm doing their hair or their makeup, whatever it may be, it's by faith. Like your hair, because you're wanting something to drastically change in your life, whether it be hair or makeup. But I use those encounters to, you know, minister with what God gave me. Right. So that's where I, That's where it that came from.
1: Gotcha. You know? Gotcha. So um, what, what makes it luxurious?
0: So... I'm a little bougie. <laughs> <laughs> ain't, nothing
1: wrong, ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs>
0: I'm just a little bougie. I like the finer things in life. I like the finer things in life. So I want when you, like if you were to walk into the Postal Hotel, there's an ambiance. There's a feel for it. It's really right. smooth, airy. You kind of, you want to be there. It's like being there is like gives you a feel of luxury um
1: the post so that's by the galleria right correct right
0: correct so that is like who i am like you know you walk into the salon you can see like it's really calm real soothing there's velvet curtains <laughs> really expensive hmm. really expensive couches <laughs> but the vibe is very like put together like what's expensive you, like one of the couches alone costs probably like two thousand dollars one station costs, like, $1,600. Hmm. One chair costs, like, 500 so. Gotcha. So, yeah, really upscale. Like, I don't even have, like, when you walk in there, it doesn't feel like a salon at all. Like, it doesn't really look like one at all. And on purpose. Like, I want it to be like if you walk into my house.
1: Where'd you get that vision from?
0: My house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my house. But But other than that, like, I think of the women from where I'm from, like, Being in New York, you walk down, like, you know, Fifth Avenue, you walk in, you know, down anywhere in Manhattan, and you see these amazing women that are, like, well put together, and they're usually wearing black and white. And those are the colors, the main colors of the salon are black and white, with a tad bit of gold, because, you know, why not? Right. (laughs) Um, And that's where I got it from. Like, they just are so put together, so polished, so, like... Even just the material that are used in the salon, it's, it's not your, like, you can't just go to, like, Hobby Lobby and be like, yeah, let me get that <laughs> and make these curtains So
1: there's real upscale.
0: Correct. Correct. Hmm. Correct. Like, you literally park right in front of the door of the salon.
1: I'm going to bring my wife there.
0: I'm going to need you to. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to need you to. So I had to come and be touched by an angel.
1: <laughs> right. Touched by an angel. I like that. I like that. Um, let's take a step back for a second. What were you doing before you got into this?
0: Ripping and running.
1: <laughs> what does that mean?
0: So, what's so crazy is, like, um, most people don't know this, but I went to school for engineering. So, I So, went.
1: this is an exclusive? Yeah. You said most people don't know this. Most
0: people don't know this. It's a very exclusive situation. I have... I have multiple cert- certificates or degrees. Like, I'm no dummy by no means. Well, education-wise.
1: Right. <laughs>
0: so, I, um... I'm like well versed, a well versed person. So prior to doing hair and makeup, um, I went to school for engineering. Um, I also went to school for real estate, <laughs> and I'm a cosmetology, obviously instructor, and a cosmetologist. So I was doing all of that prior to. But while I was in school for all of those things, I was always doing hair, always doing hair, somebody's hair, somebody, somebody's <laughs> Didn't get mama's away from hair. It. A you
1: couldn't get away from I it. I
0: couldn't. I wanted to though. I ran from it. That's where engineering came from. I ran from it. Engineering
1: came from me running away from doing here.
0: Yes, I'm a science math junkie by nature. Like that stuff just kind of intrigues me. And so, my mom being from the islands, they didn't see value. In, what
1: island is she from?
0: Well, my mom was actually from England.
1: Your mom was from England.
0: Yeah, <laughs> my dad. Yeah, my mom's actually from England with like a whole Chinese background. Right. It's probably where the math and science comes <laughs> from. <laughs> my dad is actually from Jamaica, so like between the two of them, education was extremely important. So they didn't really see a value in what I was doing creative, like creatively. Right. They didn't see it, I, even though I was doing it through middle school. Literally just taking people's lunch money. (laughs) Right. They just didn't see a value in it. And so I had to use what my smarts and, like, go to school because that was the only option for them.
1: Did they push you into the engineering field?
0: No. No. They pushed me into probably nursing and everything else. (laughs) Like, you know, typical, like, foreigners. You need to be a doctor, a lawyer, something of that sort. And that wasn't... As much as I love science, that wasn't me. Uh, no, I wouldn't trust me with a needle. <laughs> like, I mean, unless it's like thread and needle for your skin, right. or for your hair. <laughs> like, I wouldn't trust me. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's where it started from. Um, you know, even prior to that, I was really heavily into sports. So I got, like, scholarships to go abroad to play basketball, as short as I am. I don't even know
1: how you that was You was hooping? No, you I wasn't no I promise
0: I was.
1: Give me some stats.
0: Girl, I, boy, I ain't got no stats to give you. You <laughs> long ago that was? <laughs> that was so long ago. That was so long ago. But, like, I was in, like, eighth grade, offered um opportunities to literally play abroad, which was crazy to me. Right. Like, hey, we can put her in school abroad. And I need
1: to see some film. I need to see this. You got some film?
0: My mom, I'm sure, do.
1: Okay, so I want I'm to see sure this. I'm sure
0: my mom does. I want
1: to see this. You, you,
0: you could literally ask her anything. She's like, yeah. My child swam. She played <laughs> basketball, volleyball. But what I was known for was track.
1: Right. Got Short you. little bow legs. Like, so, yeah. <laughs> I was known for that. <laughs> so you said something... Um, that I want to touch on. So you said that you was running from here. Yeah. Why? Why were you running from it?
0: I didn't. You know, when you're young, you don't really understand like what you're supposed to be doing. What? In
1: what life. age? What age would that be?
0: Uh, you know, like so. Just to just to kind of give you a backtrack, like a little back history. When you're, like, a kid, kids, you have these dreams for yourself, like, of what you want to do in life. You know, a little four-, five-, six-year-old kid. Right. It's like, I want to go do this. I want to be uh, I think I wanted to be a flight attendant at one point. I wanted to, you know, I... Like, the things that I naturally were good at, I never wanted to do. Like, I just, you know, I just didn't. I, I was like, I wanted to do this. I wanted to do that. And I think I was, like... 13, 12, 13, and I just was like, I don't know that I want to do hair. You know, I just thought it was maybe a hobby, something I was just good at, you know? And over time, I was just maybe 16, 17, I was just like, yeah, I don't want to do this. This <laughs> not what I want to do I with wonder, my
1: life. And I'm sitting here thinking, right? I wonder if it's because the things that we are naturally good at, well, and I'm trying to find the right way. Excuse my ignorance if no, it's I okay. if, if, if it don't comes out the right way. Just being transparent, right? Please. But I wonder if sometimes the things that we're naturally good at, the world doesn't I guess society doesn't have it well. I guess they program our minds where we don't see that we could make money from it.
0: Absolutely. That
1: Absolutely. makes sense what I'm saying? Absolutely. When the things that we are naturally gifted at, we should pursue those, those things. Those are
0: usually our purpose. That's what's so crazy about it. So naturally, society will have you running to do what they want you to do. Go to school. Right. Get a Pick a degree. Go to school and end up having a loan for God knows how much. And go to work to pay off that loan and try to live from that, you know? I
1: wonder why, why is it like that?
0: you asking me (laughs) i have no idea i I think it's i mean money makes the world go around and there's so many people who want power and i feel like that's the easiest way to to condition people you know they see those people are in higher positions and they're the people who are pushing that agenda like go to school you know you need to go to college you need to do this you need to do that to make it happen But then there's all these other people who are artists who didn't finish school and they're amazing. And here they are living their best life. Right. They might not be the wealthiest, but they are the happiest, healthiest mental people. And um, are you happy? Most definitely. Mentally? Most definitely. Most definitely.
1: Gotcha. Okay. Like I
0: can't see myself doing nothing else. <laughs> I don't want to do anything else. <laughs> like, That's good. I don't want to do anything else. Any opportunity that allows me to still spend time with my family, because I mean tomorrow's not promised, mm-hmm. and I can I don't want to die tomorrow knowing I worked forty, fifty, sixty hours for somebody else and didn't. Got to. I missed basketball games. I wasn't home to cook dinner. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't able to go on a cruise with my man or whatever. right? Because i want somebody else's clock, you know? And what's life if you're not living it to the fullest?
1: True. What you saying that, with you building your business, right, did you feel, cause I know building a business takes a certain level of fortitude, a certain level of, of
0: ambition, g-
1: ambition <laughs> grind. It takes a whole lot, right? Did you ever feel any mom guilt while building your business? Most definitely. What was Most that definitely. like?
0: Most um, definitely. I knew, I knew deep down inside that I wanted to work for myself, and I knew I wanted to give my kids more than my parents were able to give. How many me. kids you got? Two. Two. Yeah, I know. I wanted to be able to be there for them, and. But I knew I had to sacrifice some stuff. Like I knew it meant...
1: What did you have to sacrifice?
0: Time, so much time. Like it meant I had to go go out of the country or go across the country to go do this gig right here. Because if I did this gig, it would set me up to do this next gig or take jobs that I, at one point I was working in the makeup industry um, for a, a while. Um, but like I, I've told you earlier, <laughs> my people like people people of me to love hate relationships right. so, so I knew in order for me to get to the next level like I had to face, face my fear when it came to that like I had to learn how to upsell and had to learn how to just talk to people from a selling standpoint and being able to sell myself and whatever I had and that meant that I had to put myself in retail that so that meant I wasn't gonna see some things I remember my son was six months old and it was his first Christmas and someone gave me they was like this is an opportunity you don't want to miss out on one and it was this huge Indian wedding and it was on Christmas Christmas Eve and Christmas and as much as I was what
1: was the opportunity
0: it was first it was like 12 people and i think at the time it was like my first huge wedding and the indian industry or market rather in houston is so big like if you do one of those weddings you are pretty much set right. you're gonna end up doing everybody's <laughs> wedding, right and um i wanted to be considered or known as the the hairstylist that did every race not just cuz I'm a black girl. I do black girls, you know. I wanted to do your your Caucasian, your Indian, your Asian, your whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was like this was the perfect opportunity, but it meant that I had to miss out on my son's
1: first Christmas.
0: Christmas. I did. I did. I look back at that now and I'd be like I'm grateful that I did, but I'm guilt, I feel guilty about it. Cuz I'm like that's my baby. Right. <laughs> you know, it's my baby. I was like, thank God he was only six months, cause he probably don't even remember. Right.
1: But, <laughs>
0: but I wanted to be there to take pictures and all that. It just didn't work out that way, but it definitely set me up. I've done so many. I've done some of the biggest um, Indian weddings because of that. Because of that. Because of that. Because of that. Like, like big.
1: <laughs> and that's and that's the sacrifice what you was talking about earlier. Yeah
0: yeah so it's like those sacrifices it's you know working in retail having to miss out on holidays because it's retail you had you had extended hours you at the mall until 12 o'clock in the morning you know (laughs) like but it set me up and it gave me the experience and the exposure i needed for where i'm at now
1: did you have anybody telling you things like oh you shouldn't you need to spend more time with your family you need to do this you need to be there (laughs) What was that like having to battle the two? Or was it a battle between hearing them say that and you knowing, hey, I need to take this opportunity?
0: I was mentally stressed. There was times where I definitely was like, ooh, tap me out, please. (laughs) Like, please. But my, um, it's deeply rooted in me to be super ambitious. Like, my my grandmother, that is, like, her number one thing. She's always told us, like, you need to be ambitious. You need to be, whatever you do, care about it a lot.
1: Shut out, grandma.
0: Like, care about it a lot <laughs> and run with it. And don't let anybody stop you. Like And that is drilled into us. That's me and my siblings. And um, so that's something I keep in the back of my head. Like, I have to do this, I have to do this, I have to do this. It's the bigger picture, it's a bigger picture. It seems like a lot now, it's a bigger right. picture. I went to school at night to do, um, Like, hair stuff, you know, I went to school at night, my baby was little, my babies were little, they were tiny, but it meant, I mean, there were times the babysitter had them until it was like 10, 10 at night. Hmm. And I still had to come home, still had to go get them, still had to, you know, and do it all over the next day, wake up early in the morning, get them ready, drop them off, go to school, go to work, leave from work, go to school, you know, so, but... I've, I definitely had like people. I had people rooting for me, but I definitely had people being like, "Yo, you need to slow down."
1: Right. While you was going through that season, did you have where you at now? Did you have that goal in mind?
0: Yeah. It's so crazy because like I say, I was running from all of that, right? But when I was a kid, like four or five years old, <laughs> I always said I wanted my own salon. And that's the craziest thing? But I ran from it because I thought it was too ambitious.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I thought it was too ambitious, and I thought maybe this wasn't my purpose. That wasn't what I was supposed to be doing, because I was good at it. Since like, since like I came out knowing how to do hair, <laughs> like, like seriously, like I just came out, just like, hey, let you me know how to braid, I know how to braid. <laughs> like it was the craziest thing. And my uncle, surprisingly, taught, who taught me how to braid.
1: Your uncle taught my you how to braid? What?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What a story.
0: I used to burn. <laughs> I used to. <laughs> I used to, they used to give me Barbie dolls, and um, my grandfather, God bless his soul, he gave me this doll from the dollar store, and it had, like, no hair in the middle. Like, it only had hair around the sides. <laughs> and I used to sit there and, like, put them in a the toaster. <laughs> All what? of stuff, yes, and my uncle was like, That what you doing? <laughs> you need to be, let me show you how to do something. Right. And he was the one who showed me how to braid, and from there, it became... I
1: could see it, and I could do it. Shut out, Uncle. Yeah. That's what's up. <laughs>
0: he missing the action. That's but, what's up.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, so now I, I want to take a dive into the business side of things, right? Like, at, at what point did you decide to be like, you know what? Because you were saying you was doing a bunch of different things at one time before. Yeah. Like, at what point did you decide to, take this thing and make it into like a business like I'm gonna treat this thing as a business
0: um I initially started to treat it as a business when I was like I think I was like 17 um so I graduated early I, so I was like 17 um and I went to school initially like, my mom was like, you gotta go to school. Like, you ain't got, you have to. No other choice. Like, no other choice, <laughs> and I initially went to this little bootleg school in Houston. Um, what's it called, AIU for business? Cause my mom was just like, you have to. So I was just like, okay, well fine, whatever, I'll go to school for, like, I'll go to AIU, whatever. Um, and while I was there, I was doing hair all the time. I was always doing hair, my hair was always fly, always. <laughs> and people would always ask me who did my hair, and it came to a point where it was i was paying for school with doing hair
1: wow
0: as much as i was running from it it was what was paying every single bill it was like every time i ran from it it, and i needed something to be paid like my car note or my insurance or a phone bill or whatever if my mama needed help with something it was like random someone would randomly call me and be like hey you still doing hair I'd be like, okay, I guess I am. So, right, pay the bill it, real quick. Yeah, <laughs> and it would pay for itself, like legit pay for itself. So, I think at that time when I when I transitioned from AIU and then went to Florida Atlantic and all that is when it was like, okay, this is what you need to be doing. There's really nothing else. Like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? This stuff is paying for everything.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, and, and if I ever second guessed it, it was like. God found ways to show me right. this is what she's supposed to be doing. Like, I mean, it paid for my house. It, it literally built my house and paid for it. Every car that I've ever had, I've never, it's paid for it full out. That's like amazing. every single thing, anytime time I ever worried about money, it was a wedding, a wedding or somebody would call me, hey, I need my hair done, or hey, I got this wedding, hey, I got this commercial shoot. Hey, I'd be like, okay, clearly that's the sign. Right. <laughs>
1: So uh, let me touch back on this thing as well. You said that you were running from it. In that moment when you was running from it, did you realize you were running from it? Or yeah. like looking back you...
0: I think, I think looking back is when I realized I was running from like my purpose. But isn't that, like, isn't that the world's agenda? To run from your purpose, right? I think that's the whole world's agenda. That's like if the devil had its way which the world, <laughs> like had its way, you wouldn't do what God calls you to do.
1: Hundred percent. Yeah. So. Hundred <laughs> percent.
0: You don't notice when you're in it. You don't ever notice when you. You think you're doing the right thing. You think you're doing it. You. Most of us, we think we're doing what we're doing for ourselves, which is so far from the truth. We, our purpose is. Mainly to do it for everybody else.
1: Do it for everybody else. To serve everybody else.
0: Exactly.
1: And I've heard I've heard someone say one time, you do, hold on, how does it go? You give enough people what they want, you get what you want.
0: Yeah.
1: So, like, you do enough people here,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you get what you want. You yeah. serve enough people.
0: Yeah. I mean, and the same thing would go with God. Like, you mm-hmm. know, you do what he asks you to do. You, you'll get more than what you asked for.
1: You speaking from experience?
0: I'm speaking from experience. <laughs> I, I like that. Speaking from straight facts. <laughs> I like that.
1: I like that. So you have a, a, a your own salon. Correct. How did that come about?
0: Um, Like I said, so when I was younger, I I thought about it. It was like a, several things on my list that I wanted to. It was call it like a bucket list kind right. of. Like, you know, I wanted to be, like I said, a flight attendant. I wanted to be a bank teller. I wanted to be in the military. I wanted to. There's a several things. One of those things was uh, I wanted to be married young. <laughs> I don't know what that's about. <laughs> like, <laughs> what crack was I on? <laughs> but <laughs> um, I wanted to. Um, and then I wanted to have my own. I wanted to be successful and I wanted to have my own business and have a hair salon. And I don't know why, but that was like random on the list. I did everything else. I literally checked off everything else, so Inc- I was...
1: Including getting married young?
0: <laughs> I, I, I wanted to find love young, and I did. And I'm still with that person. Gotcha. So, yeah, so, um, checked off everything on our list, except for a flight attendant. I think that came a little too late. I had kids and right. <laughs> but But, um, so fast forward, when it kept calling me, hey, you need to be doing hair, you need to be doing hair, you know what I'm saying? Um... Is when it was like okay I got this man telling me I'm everywhere but at home I got my kids missing me and I need to I need to settle myself and be in one spot so um, I did so
1: prior, uh, sorry to that are you going different places doing here
0: I was right I was traveling a lot um, so I didn't have my own set space because I was always traveling if I wasn't at somebody's house, I was in a whole nother state or another country. Like, so you I do was do some here. Yeah, I was doing weddings left and right. You
1: lit like that?
0: I was. It was crazy.
1: You not lit like that?
0: It was crazy. You are
1: not lit like that. I
0: promise. I promise. They call
1: you to come out of the country.
0: Out the country. I've been. My. I've been. They could
1: find somebody in their country to they do could. it. Why they are could. Why you?
0: So that's what. That's the crazy part. That's why I'm just like, when you ask God for something and you and you're walking within the purpose that he called you to do it's crazy how things will just show up for you like that like why me right like that's always <laughs> that's always my question now i just be like thank you god like real talk like um uh, i think it was i did i wasn't i've been in mexico mexico jamaica i've been I'm pretty much in every state in in america um couple other countries outside of the United States like to just go like to go down the list and be like and he you know some of my kids have experienced it as well because sometimes I'll take them along for the ride like my dude as well like so when
1: when when that happens do the person that's requesting you to come do the here do they pay for everything like hotel flights all that stuff yeah yeah
0: absolutely. (laughs) absolutely and I have um contracted team members like they've experienced it themselves too. Mm. They've definitely been on some flights because of me.
1: Right, that's what's <laughs> um, up.
0: Definitely, they've definitely, their rent or mortgage has definitely paid, been paid because of me.
1: That's what's up, <laughs> so, yeah. that's what's up.
0: But to get back to your question, I eventually decided to like settle down and be in one spot because it was just like, I, I got to a point where I had so many clients and I was like, I can't be in five places at one time. And so I ended up getting a studio
1: um, is the studio you're at now or one no, prior? Prior to. Okay.
0: Um, and I wasn't supposed to be there as long as I was, but I had got comfortable, um, which is like the number one thing that you don't do. Don't ever get comfortable.
1: Never get comfortable. Don't ever get comfortable. Don't ever
0: get comfortable. Don't ever get comfortable. <laughs> ever get comfortable. <laughs> ever get comfortable. But um, when you get comfortable, you get stagnant. You know, growth doesn't start. You don't see it anymore. You feel like there's no need for it. Um,
1: Why did you get comfortable?
0: I don't even, I, I couldn't even put my finger on it. Well, let's
1: figure it out right now. Yeah,
0: let's let's figure it out.
1: Let's figure it out. So
0: I think I was just got to a point where I was content. You know, like, um, when it, <laughs> this is the best way for me to say it. And I've said this to other people, but like, when you are, well, you make it $600 off of one person and your rent for the week is like 200 you, you pocket $400, you know, and you're doing maybe two people. Say you do two people in a week. Well, I have $800 a week. That's more than some people get paid bi weekly. True. So I've already paid my rent. I don't need to really do nobody else. I'm cool. <laughs> like, I want to spend more time with my kids. I'll be at home and I'll be chilling. So I got comfortable with that lifestyle with, of just being able to be like, nah, I'm cool. Let me block out the rest of my book.
1: Let me ask you this. The environment that you were in, were other people around you comfortable as well?
0: So with this, we mean home life or like salon. Oh, the work wise. Work wise. Yeah. Um, because
1: I've heard people say, "Hey, you want to start making more money? Go around people that's making more."
0: Making more money, exactly. And they, they
1: help you shift your mindset. Like, hey, it's time to do more.
0: So I will say, I will say that. Um, Within the suite or the building that I was in, that has several suites, um, people would move from smaller suites to bigger suites, and they would then stop there. Like that wasn't the end goal for me. Um, me being comfortable scared me, because I've always wanted more, like just in general. So I think that's what like shook me to be like, okay, what's what you doing?
1: <laughs> what so you, doing? you recognize you as being comfortable?
0: I was, I was, I got to the point where I was like, shoot, I could take a whole two weeks off. of work. Right. So where clients were like, hello, open your books, girl. We trying to get in. I'm going to be like, y'all can wait. <laughs> I just got comfortable because it was like I made enough money this week. I made enough money this month.
1: I but is, that, that is that okay, though, if, if you feel like you've made enough, is that okay?
0: I think that's okay for some people. I think that's okay for some people. But for me, being knowing what I want. In like the long end, like knowing what the end goal is, that wasn't okay for me
1: gotcha. at all,
0: at all. And I was—it wasn't okay for me. It wasn't okay for my family. No. So it was just like, get up and do something else. What you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, it was recognizable because there were times where, I, like, things I was for, like, forced to be uncomfortable. Like my roof came caving in at the salon at, at, at the, the suites. Yeah. I mean, caving in. <laughs> it was this, like pouring this, rain.
1: This salon you're talking about right now—did you own that one? No. You just rent I rented. I rented.
0: Yes. It was a, so it was a suite. So every person had like either a hundred square foot room or two hundred square foot room, gotcha. whatever, and you paid about you pay weekly or monthly, however you felt to. And um, you know, you had your own privacy. You come and go as you want. Um, you obviously could only service like one or two clients at a time because of the size of the space. Right. Um, There were some people who had, like, two stylists in suites, like, the bigger, slightly bigger suites. And that would have, I mean, even I even tried to do that. But math-wise, like I said, science and math. (laughs) (laughs) It was like, okay. And they offered me a bigger suite. But it was just like, when I did the math on that, I said, that don't even logically make sense. Right. (laughs) You want me to pay how much a month? (laughs) And I'm in a building? That doesn't make sense. Like, I need to be in my own space. I well, Why not spend a few more hundred dollars and be in your own space
1: mm-hmm.
0: that you can rent out to other people? Got you. So now I'm making passive income and still not comfortable. Still not comfortable. So I'm like, okay, you know, if I'm going to be comfortable, if I'm going to choose to be comfortable, I need to make what I make and this rent need to be paid and my mortgage need to be paid. From this salon situation, right. so it just you know, like I said, math came into play, and then business came into play, and I was just like, okay, but this is what needs to happen.
1: So you transition, so like you said, your roof came caving in, it, which forced you to be uncomfortable. uncomfortable. I
0: mean, so many things. It was like so many like slaps in the face. Like like God, it was almost like if someone was shaking you and like, what you doing? Wake up! What you doing? And those were the uncomfortable moments. COVID happened. Now I'm like, dang, I can't even do nobody here. Cause right. you know, COVID, they, I was forced to shut down. Um, because forced of Forced to shut
1: down at the salon you own now? No,
0: at the salon suites.
1: Oh, um, <clears throat> Carrie did tell me that you just opened up your salon.
0: Correct. Well, technically, but yeah. <laughs>
1: So how long has it been open? Let's, let's let's get that out of the way.
0: Um, so this location has been open since January.
1: So when you say so, you have multiple locations.
0: No, there will be.
1: There will be. Local Got local you. Local. I love that. There we go. I love that. That. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I love that. <laughs> I, like, I love
0: that. I love that. out the bag. <laughs> All
1: right. Gotcha. 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 So you transition into getting your own space. Correct. Um. How did that process work? I guess finding a commercial realtor?
0: No, I didn't go that way. So because I went to real estate school, like I said, everything Mm. happens for a reason. So it was like I almost prepared myself for the future. Like it's it's crazy. Like I said, you ask God, he will find a way. Um, So because I went to real estate school, I knew so much information about the real estate market already. Um, What most people don't know is prior to COVID. So was it 2019? Me and a friend, we looked at a building, supposed to get that building. Um, that didn't work out, and they let us off the contract because they couldn't do some certain things that they said they were going to do, certain promises they said they were going to do. So right. that didn't work out. So it was just like God's way of saying, hey, you, I don't want you to be doing this with nobody. I I gave you this for you. And I was like, all right, bitch. So then I tried it again with, with the same with the person. Same, right. And it didn't work out. It just didn't work out. It was like she chose to do her own thing, which kudos. And it was like God's way of saying. Are still you? friends today? Most definitely. Okay. Most definitely. Gotcha. And um, she, uh, yeah, she opened her own thing. She, she's killing it. She's That's doing what's her up. thing. Yeah, she's doing her thing. Um, but it was literally God handling me like supposed to be doing yeah i i gave this to you what you doing
1: i like the way that you interpret these messages that you see
0: what what do you mean
1: i mean like like you said the roof came cave in and you took that as a sign that okay it was like you said y'all went to different buildings it didn't work out but you interpret that message as hey you need to be doing your own thing. I like the way that you interpret the message that God be giving you.
0: Yeah, I mean, he only, listen, he going to give you this test over and over and over until you pass it. The same test over and over and over until you pass it. And he gave me the green light when I finally did it myself. When I, I was like, all right, fine. Let me go look for something. And it's so crazy because, um, so I'm at the salon suites, right? So I'm going to tell you the story about how we got to the salon. So I'm at the salon suites, and the lady who was there at the front desk was like, you know, you've been coming in here real defeated lately, and I don't, I don't like that. That's not you." And I was just like, girl, that's a lot, a lot going on.
1: This was the one that you was renting out of?
0: Yes. So we had a concierge or right. building manager or whatever, and um, she, I, I happen to have known her for a while, which is crazy, but <laughs> she was just like, I don't like, you been coming in here real defeated, and I don't like it, and I was just like, you know, a lot's been going on, I'm trying to find my own space, or whatever, and she's like, I don't want you to go, but like, you should look at this building, and kids, you not. Look at what building? There's this building that was on Main, and she was just like, you need to go look at this building, and I was just like, what, and, um... Prior to her saying that she was just like we just got off this business call with the owner of our building and he was just saying how you know if he could do this all over again he would not have a partner he would have done it by himself for so many reasons and like again another, another sign another right. message I was just like okay now nah, I got it <laughs> got it <laughs> doing it by myself and so in her telling me that like I said I got got the message and she tells me to go look at this building and I was like, where is it? She was like, it's on Main. Just go down Main. You'll see it. It's, you can't miss it. So I'm driving. And I called her. I said, is this white and black building? And she was just like, no. I don't even know what white and black building you're talking about. That's just like, I told you it's a black building. So I go down there, see the black building. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, I guess he didn't, God didn't want me there. I guess he didn't want me there. I talked to the, um, the guy, negotiated terms, and he tried to play me. Like I was stupid. Try
1: to play in one he way. He tried
0: to play. oh he tried to play. Come me. on, let's talk about it. So, so the building is beautiful,
1: beautiful, right? The beautiful. right?
0: And um, I talked to the uh, their realtor, and um, he was just like, "Okay, well, you know, I'm interested in you. We'd love to have a salon here." Da da da. I said, "Okay." He's like, "Can you give me your financials? Can I see your randomly? Can I see your IG? My Instagram page." I was like, what that guy are doing? Right. <laughs> I was like, whatever. So I was like, whatever. Nonetheless, maybe he want to see if I'm legit or not. Like, he might think, oh, you got, like, one follower.
1: Right. <laughs> so
0: I, I, I sent the information. He looked at everything. He was like, okay, bet. Let's go ahead. I'm going to talk to the uh, owner of the building to see if he's okay with this. He was okay with it, but because in his mind, I was not the entity that was entering the building, which... What other entity would I be? Um, he was just like, we need a business proposal, a business plan. I said, all right, cool, nothing. Give a business plan. And he was just like, okay, well, what are your projections? I was like, did you look at the last page? <laughs> so like, right.
1: He was like, oh, okay. And this is okay. you about to buy the building or just rent it out? This is
0: renting it. Um, and so he was just like, okay, fine. So owner comes back and says to him, hey. Because she's not the entity that's entering the building, which didn't make that sense mean? to me. What does that mean? Hello? That's what I was trying I was like, I am the entity that's entering the building. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, he, he. in his mind, he was like, this is a different entity than what you are. I was like, no, it's not. It's the same entity. It's just grown. Like, there's nothing different. It's still going to be the Flawless Brand. The Flawless Brand. LLC. Right. Like, sir, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> But he so he made it a big deal, and he was just like, "Look, we want you in the building. So this is what we propose. We want you to go ahead and do a deposit, but not just for one rent, one one month's rent. We need two months' rent. Is How okay? much was the
1: deposit? Do you remember?
0: Um, twenty six hundred dollars um, times two. So what is that? Fifty two. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Fifty two hundred. Yeah. Off
1: the top of the door. <laughs> That's the math, right? yeah. There, huh? yeah right. I, was, I, I, didn't. Even, <laughs> the crazy
0: thing about that just now is I didn't even think about it.
1: I just <laughs> it just came it just right came. to me. That reminds me. That that reminds me of my friend Patch, his son DJ. He's like eight years old, or seven. And that dude no math like. That's my son. It be you ask him. 100 times 965, That's he'd tell son. you in like three seconds. That's my son. I'd be like, what?
0: Yeah. It's so crazy you say that because he's nine and they just, I just went to his ceremony and they just told, the principal came to me and said he needs to be tested for gifted and talented because he, he not normal. Right. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> that
1: explains Man. a lot.
0: But, so he tells me two times. I said, all right, cool. No problem. I have the money. So it was like, whatever. And then he's like, but you need to use our contractor. I said, y'all's contractor, that don't even make sense. The
1: contractor to build it out?
0: To build it out. And I was like, that doesn't make sense, but, because I don't know your contractor. I don't have a relationship with them. Normally, whenever you do a build out, you want to have three people, three different options, a low, a mid, a high, or whatever, you know? And you want to decipher which one you choose based off of what they know. Their knowledge, their years, experience, whatever. And I know this to be true, because like I said, I went to real estate school. So um, I was like, okay, well, can I get your contractor's estimate? And I need like the complete estimate broken down to a T. He was like, okay, I'll get that for you. And then he tells me like what comes with it. And this man gonna tell me it's a hundred and I think he told me a hundred, no, $96,000 to build it up. I said, well, based off the research that I did, it's To fully build out a salon, it's $75,000. The size of this unit is $75,000, and that includes furnishing it. So, your number is a little off.
1: And <laughs> his wasn't even include furnishing.
0: No. His literally was included two walls, a, a closet, a bathroom, HVAC, hmm. and floors of my choice and whatever paint. So, that don't even make sense.
1: I wonder why you try to play like that.
0: So, I learned... Me doing my research learned that he tried to play me because they were short on money. So they built out this building, and they were supposed to have two buildings. Mm. And only one was standing, and the other one should have already been standing. But he wasn't getting anyone to buy or rent out the rest of his building outside of the restaurant that he put there. So he thought he was going to get that from me. And
1: the best way to do it is to try to get over on somebody?
0: Yeah, I guess me. I guess I looked like I was dumb. <laughs> And then I surprised him. <laughs> then I surprised him and told him all the facts about himself, and he was like, "Oh, okay."
1: You told him the facts about himself.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: yeah. That's funny. Yeah. And that's
0: that's funny. When, it, when I told him this building is still empty. Still empty. He got one other dummy in. No one say dummy. He's not dumb. But he got this one other gentleman that ended up opening a, a, be- a beautiful restaurant. Um, and the, the restaurant does very well just because they came from another location. So everyone knew about that right. um, But me end up talking I end up running into the owner of this restaurant and he's like yeah There's supposed to be a salon next to me. That's why I got this space because I knew the salon would drive more business mm.
1: and I said
0: yeah. Hi. I'm the salon owner. Right. and he was like, huh? I'm the salon owner that was supposed to be next to you. He's like, well, what happened? So I told him he was like, yeah Yeah, well, I'm having issues myself <laughs> I was like, well, I guess God knew I need to be out of here. Right,
1: right. <laughs> so
0: fast forward, that same white and black building that I passed up initially to see this building, went through that for like six, seven months with this man. Back and forth, back and forth. Um, go back to the white and black building. This these people, I met the developer directly. So funny, Carrie, who who told you about me. Um I told her about this building she had told me about her business I had known about her business and I was just like hey girl you know you should have a building I think it'd be dope for you to have classes here or whatever she's like yeah I know I wanted to do that and she had mentioned it to me so if you tell me something it sticks right and I'm all about promoting and helping people get to the next level even if it's even if, even if I'm not there I, I thought there's a way for me to help you to get there. I'm gonna do it.
1: I could tell because you already told me that what what we spoke about before. Earlier, this, what yeah, that's and just what I If
0: I know, it stays.
1: I love that about it you. It stays.
0: Like I'm, um, I feel like we all need to win. Hundred percent for so many reasons, but the main reason is stay about my business. If right. you're winning, <laughs> you can't be in my business. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I love that. I love like, that. If you win, you got your own business yeah, to worry about. Yeah, you'll be
0: too busy with your business, <laughs> right. so you can't be in my business. Oh, I want us all to win. Please win. <laughs> I'm
1: going like, to start using that.
0: You can't, please. <laughs>
1: I'm going to, 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 that's going to be my Instagram caption. I want you to win so you can stay out of my business. Yes,
0: stay out of my business. <laughs> stay out of my business. Win and stay out of mine. Thanks. <laughs> but I went ahead and I told her, hey, there's this building that they're building. They're building a whole bunch of buildings here. And I think it's worth you looking at. So I sent her the LoopNet. I didn't think she was going to, like, jump on it. She jumped on it. I don't even think the buildings were finished being built out yet.
1: Is this the place where her studio was at right now? Yes. I haven't went to her studio it's beautiful. yet, but I'm going on Thursday.
0: You need to go. I'm going it's on Thursday. I'm
1: doing, we, we're doing her interview Thursday.
0: I thought, honestly, I was like, he going to come to the salon and do interview. That'd be dope. <laughs> <laughs> Either way it goes, I'm not tripping.
1: And now, how will we do this? The next, when you get your next salon, Mm -hmm. we'll do the interview, a follow-up interview at that one. Bet. We'll do that.
0: Let's do that. Let's definitely do that. Gotcha. Yeah. So, I told her, she, like I said, she went ahead and went through with it. Um, Because of that, got over the door. Like, I mean, it's like Golden Gates type of situation. She ended up talking to the developer of all these buildings. And the deve- she mentioned my name to the developer. And he was like, so when I finally talked to him, well, I talked to his realtor first. And his realtor was like, well, they don't really want any barbershops or salons, anything of that sort. So can you, like, write an email or something, a letter telling us what all you're doing? I said, sure. So I did that. The developer then hits me up and was like, I want you to be here. And I was like, What did you write in it? It was just, I could probably tell you verbatim, but pretty much just letting him know, hey, you know, I'm an intimate, upscale luxury salon. That would be the experience. By appointment only. Only here to, like, I said my clientele is literally six-figure clientele. Like, I don't got, I I really don't have no clientele that makes less than that.
1: (laughs) Dang.
0: Like, we pull it up. That's a a flex. That's a flex.
1: That's a flex. I want to come hang out at your salon,
0: please. I need to get some of them
1: on, on on my podcast.
0: The information you get in there is mind blowing. Like you are bound to learn something in my salon because the women that come in there, it's judges, it's like Houston judges, it's it's diplomats, it's it's lawyers, it's. Doctors, it's like not just your regular nurse, but it's like you are what is what's the top nurse? I don't know. I forgot, but whatever they are. <laughs> whatever they are, it's women who like
1: they're yeah, killing it.
0: they're killing it. I mean, they pull up and stuff. I'd be like, can I? right. Let me borrow that. <laughs> let, me, let me borrow that. but um yeah, so he I, I wrote him and let him know like, you know it's 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 not that type of energy over here it's you know women who are really of high standard and when and i was like you know it's meant for education the stu- the salon is meant for education it's meant for you know that type of that purpose and he he was apparently elated like he was like sure <laughs> you know and i ended up talking to him the developer directly he ended up like hitting me up he was I like, guess
1: the chances of talking to that the developer directly, that's not common.
0: No. Where, when have you ever met You talked to the, the realtor? The person, exactly. Right. When <laughs> have you ever met the person that builds the building? That, right. that literally sits there and stayed up all night with the architect and said, True. This is what I want to do. Like, True. what? <laughs> like, so he like talks to me and he's like, So you're the person renting out my spaces? So I was like, huh? He's like, You rented the space to cast. I didn't do nothing. I just showed them the space. They told me something. I showed them the space Talk and they liked carry. it. Yes. Right. And he was like, Why would I say no to you? I was like, Huh? He was like, they were some of the one of the, some of the first people the place wasn't even done. And I was like, Okay. And he was like, So yeah, I'm gonna figure it out for you. We gon we gonna make That's a way. Love. So much that most times you have to do paperwork when you go ahead and have you your skip own building. all that i mean all of that skipped it all no background check no he didn't ask for no bank papers he asked nothing
1: he was in the door
0: in the door just off the strength of like listening to what god told me to do like that's crazy that's why i said like i know this all t- too well all too well too well
1: <laughs> that's what's up you, you you are you you are dropping so many gems and I'm listening, and it's just like man, moving when the voice of God speaks.
0: Literally, literally. And he talks to us all different. He be yelling at me, but <laughs> <laughs> he do like <laughs> oh, he be he be like this stubborn little girl right here. <laughs> right.
1: I want to touch on something you said. How how did you how did you get that type of clientele? Cause I know people would
0: other die women would that. die
1: for that. How did you get that type of clientele?
0: One, one like I said, I I did a lot of. Uh, educational stuff, like so. I was always in school, always trying to be. I think the best way for you to like get to the to the next level is always be a learner, always be willing to learn. Hundred percent. Right? Um. So when when and that's
1: why I'm here today, because I, I get free coaching. So coach me hey. how to get that type of clientele. Hey.
0: Um. So that's number one, right? Um. Always be willing to learn. Always be okay with some type of criticism. That was the hardest thing for me, because you ain't about to criticize my craft. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, that was like the hardest thing. You ain't about to criticize my craft. But right. tell me what I'm doing wrong. But over time I had to learn like that is where, that's where the power's at. You're not gonna know what you're doing wrong if you're doing this yourself. Ain't nobody be able to tell you what True. you're doing wrong, right? <clears throat> so then um, it was like, okay, well, put yourself together. I remember I remember one of my bosses telling me, um
1: your boss at where?
0: Bare minerals like years ago. Mm. Oh my god, so many years ago. <laughs> but he cool guy, shout out to uh, shout out to him. But he uh, he told me, he's like, You gotta dress for the part. You know, always make sure you're dressing for the clientele you want, the the position you want. Right? My dude used to tell me that all the time, I used to always be mad at him. I'm like, the dang he's like all day to get dressed in the right. morning. He's like, man, I gotta look sharp, my clientele, you know what I'm saying? So um, that stays in my mind. So I always put myself together, always. And um, my mom being an English major, always told me to like, make sure you're articulating, make sure you're using your words. Um, People can tell someone who's dumb (laughs) and someone who was raised, you know, like and have intelligence. And I think that's what set me apart. You know, I, I never said no to whatever walked into the store when I was doing retail. It, just because I was a black girl didn't mean that I couldn't do white people or I couldn't do an Indian or I couldn't do an Asian. So I think that also kind of set me apart. So I was very well-versed, well-rounded. And so people naturally would attract to that. Like, naturally, you know, I was approachable. Right. Um, whereas a lot of us are not. <laughs> and... um because I never said no, because I was always willing to learn. I was always willing to learn from mistakes is where all, verse, all sights, size, shapes, mm-hmm. colors came in. And because of my energy and like the way I spoke, the way I would hold myself, it kind of just weeded out all of those people.
1: So you just being yourself.
0: Yeah, just kind of just weeded out all of the people. Like, there are certain things that I just didn't tolerate. Like, you couldn't come talk to me crazy. i block you. <laughs> like, y'all $150 didn't mean that it much to me. <laughs> like, it's not. My <laughs> life's still going to be on. Right. <laughs> um, and it, over time, well, you know, naturally when you take in, say you take in that, that client that got that attitude, you do a good job, she's going to come back. She's going to refer other people like her to you, right? So now you're dealing with riffraff. I don't want to deal with riffraff, so I would block the riffraff. Like the people who had attitudes, the people who felt entitled, blocked them. Um, the people who didn't listen, block them. And then obviously my energy, like I'm not talking to you. If you're talking to me crazy. Right. We in here silent. <laughs> I'm doing your right. silent. And you now now you're now your whole spirit is bothered because you are like, man, she ain't even talking to me. So they weed themselves out as well. But the people who got it, like I said if you saw so what my first client that came in that was like a doctor she was like oh my gosh I love my hair my hair's never looked this great she referred to other doctors and then from there was the she nurses
1: kept
0: yeah and then it just became that became my clientele like and then also it's the type of service that you give you know like energy gotta be bright like the the conversation gotta be right like you know, what you put on the TV, the the music, your environment, got re- that attracts a certain type of person.
1: You know, I, I was listening to uh, Donnie Wiggins say one time, she said like, she don't mind going to pay that certain number to get her hair done because she know when she's sitting that, in sitting that chair, she's learning something and not hearing about gossiping. She said she don't like that gossip. Stuff. Oh, I don't want to do that. We're she said I'll pay that. that premium number because I know when I'm in this environment, this mm-hmm. is what I get. Yep. And that's like, that make a lot of sense.
0: You know, it's like when you go to a spa, you want nine people touching on you, or you just want that one person, that one individual giving you the massage. I don't want 10 of y'all touching on me. <laughs> I want this one person. <laughs> and that one person is going to be more detail-oriented than the 10 of them, you know? And I think that also adds to like the experience. Because like, when you come, you come sit in my chair, you get an experience. You're not just getting your hair done. You're going to leave, like, legit renewed. I've had people cry in my chairs, like...
1: No, you haven't. I promise. People don't cry when they get their hair done.
0: Because the experience. Like, they've either learned something... So I've I either, guess it's
1: more than just getting your hair done. It it's like is, the whole experience. It
0: is. It's like a therapy session. I might take you to church. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm You might need it. You know, like, I feel like... I, and then you ask God for the, those type of people. You ask whoever you believe in, <laughs> for those type of people. I'm like, a Jesus baby. Yes, yeah, so I'm mine. All day. Jesus is mine. Let's go. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Let's go. <laughs> my mom would have no other <laughs> way. She'd be like, what you doing? <laughs> but, um, you know, you, you ask him for those for those type of clientele, like-minded people, like-minded individuals. You know, I pray, pray for my business every day. The people who walk in and out there, if they're not for me, please send them around.
1: Right. True. Please.
0: Because I don't want to have to send my soul. Because right. I'll curse you out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll <soon> curse you out. <laughs> then I'm going to have to ask God to forgive me. Right. Lord Jesus, please.
1: <laughs> Another thing I want to ask you is to have those type of clientele, right, that high earners, mm-hmm. right, that means your prices are at a certain level.
0: Yeah.
1: How did you get your prices to that point? I know starting out, your prices are probably like, Hello. <laughs> right, so how did you get it to that? Like, you know what I'm saying?
0: Forever learning. Forever learning. Um, One of the things, because other people who are in this industry are coming up underneath me <clears throat> will tend to come and ask me, like, how did you get so good? Or, you know, how did you get your price to be that way or whatever? And I always tell them, don't ever stop learning. Don't ever stop learning. I'm forever learning. Like, there's some people in this industry that are, like, killing it. Um, and I look at their work, and I'm like, oh, it's so polished, okay, so I could be doing this a little different. And I always tell people, take pictures of your work, because you could see where you messed up at. So I've been doing that since forever. So once I got to a point where, like, my pictures started looking like other people's work, I was like, oh, right, yeah, let me up my price, you know? Um, I remember sitting there killing myself doing, like, braids when I was much younger for, like, $80. Just imagine you standing up for like ten hours for eighty dollars. That's retarded. <laughs> but I was young. I was young and um didn't understand the value of what I was doing. Um and also like I won I was hungry. I didn't care. I was hungry. Hustle mode. Like I
1: got you. I hungry.
0: Feel you. Like ow. I feel you. Just come sit down. Right. <laughs> Let me Let do it. Me Didn't even care. I, sometimes I would be doing people's hair for free just because I wanted to have practice. Always learning, like I said. And after being, you know, after you, you want to give yourself raises, like just like you went worked nine to five job.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You're not working this nine to five job to be paid nine dollars an hour for ten years for the next 100%. ten years. You know, at this point, you know practically how this whole thing runs. So you want to raise. And so it's the same thing with us. Like we have to give ourselves a raise. Like for every certification I get or for every year that I've been in the business, I've learned something else. So I'm going to raise give them, you know, ten dollars here, the like extra ten dollars here, five dollars here, whatever. Nothing crazy, but I've been in this game for almost twenty years. So
1: Got Yeah.
0: You. <laughs> so yeah, I'm not doing tapings for uh two hundred dollars. They six hundred.
1: <laughs> I, I don't know what the taping is, but I guess whatever that is, is six hundred dollars. Whatever tape it is. The hairstyle you have right now, you do that at your salon? Yes. How much will something like that cost right there?
0: So this is a sew-in. Um which is okay. Is
1: that a front a, a frontal?
0: No. This is mine.
1: I don't I don't even know the frontal is. <laughs> this is <lip>. mine. <laughs> <laughs> he played too much. <laughs> I don't even know what the frontal is. Uh, I just
0: which means it's okay, guys. <laughs> The guys don't even know the difference. <laughs> um, but but um, this is a sewing. So it's a natural sewing. Um, they start at 225
1: 225
0: That's not including the hair, which I do sell the hair as well. Um, that's not including color. This is a custom color. So by the time you walk out the door with this hairstyle, you probably spent like six, hundred thousand.
1: $700. You are here killing it. Trying, (laughs) you know, trying. Trying. I don't believe in trying. A little bit trying. I don't believe in trying. You killing it.
0: You killing
1: it. Uh, so you still behind the chair?
0: I am. I am. The goal is to like step back from being behind the chair. Like I said, I've been doing this for like 20 years. So, you know, as you get older, your joints and all that don't just do what they're supposed to be doing no more. I don't braid anymore. I used to braid. So a lot of people knew me for braiding. I used to like have sick designs in people's heads. Like I remember 2002 or 2001, I had like a 2001 braided in someone's head. Mm. So, I mean, I was known for braids um, and then color. And I stopped doing that because my fingers started seizing up on me. Right. I was like, yeah, I ain't <laughs> about to be braiding nobody here. You better go to them braiders. <laughs> Um, So there's a lot of things I just stopped doing. And that was also one of the the reasons why my prices have gone up. Like, I think people don't realize how much physical labor goes into being a hairstylist or a makeup artist. Like, we're on our feet all day. We got to clean our brushes, clean our combs, you know, make sure everything is sanitized. Because I ain't trying to, um, you know, get sued for giving you whatever. (laughs) Like, you know. Um, on top of that, now we got to get back massages. We got to go to chiropractic to be adjusted. If you want your hair to look good by a stylist, pay her what she's worth because you're not doing it. You don't know how to do it. Or maybe you do and you just don't want to, but you come in and sit down in someone's chair to get that service done. That comes with a lot. That comes with a lot. Like, it's just like a football player going to play football every day. Mm-hmm. Um, or a mechanic or whatever, like, it comes with a lot. So, like, our prices between our education and all that, I, with everything else that comes with a standing and all that other stuff, like, that's where the prices really come from. Half the time, you're not even really paying for the service. You're right. paying for us to be alive.
1: I got you. Now, you <laughs> what, what you s- talking about makeup artists, just not, have you ever done collaborations with, like, other um, makeup artists or hair stylists? Um, and I'm asking because is this lady I interviewed, in Asia. Uh, her Instagram is Asia underscore makeup artistry. She's, like, so dope.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm sure I'll, she is. I was thinking if about connecting y'all, her.
1: too. I'm going to definitely connect y'all, to because I like what you're saying and what you're talking about, mm-hmm. and she is really good at what she do as well. So after we get done, I'm definitely connect That'd y'all, too.
0: That be so dope, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I will. I, I love, like I said, I, I feel like you're not really a, a boss until you're able to put money in somebody else's. So, right. you're not until you're able to like feed somebody else, right? And um, so,
1: and she's very high level, too. Like, you work with a lot of influencers, celebrities. She, she's very high. So level. So,
0: I used to do celebrities, <laughs> I used to do all of that, um, and then I kind of fell back. On that and decided to just do like your regular everyday because consu- well I guess my clientele is not regular everyday Run consumers <laughs> but yeah <laughs> but I um, started to do a lot of them um, mainly because like it you're doing some people are doing it from two different you're doing it for a lot of different reasons like for me I just wanted to make that I just wanted to like like I said restore faith like where some people might have lost it you know and knowing that it's gonna be okay whatever you're going through whatever you're trying to get to you know what I'm saying so I just wanted to do like the everyday person I wanted to do me I wanted to do the me's right. you know um <laughs> I ain't at celebrity stylist status I, n- I don't I don't even, I never wanted to be I've always been the person that's like I'm cool with being behind the camera right like as long as my name's on the credits I'm cool
1: gotcha. <laughs> like you. Gotcha. So gotcha. I kind
0: of just fell back from doing that um but, like I said, I love what I do. I wouldn't trade it, trade it, change it for the world, like, at all.
1: That's good. That's good that you find your purpose. You walk in and you love what you're doing. I just have a few more questions. Yeah,
0: and I have one, answers.
1: <laughs> one of them being I, I, I want to tap in, like, to the business side of things. I know we've been talking about it, but more so the, the systems that you have in place, because I know it's other women that. And maybe maybe with some men that want to get into this industry, mm-hmm. but you have a system that works.
0: Yeah, the blueprint.
1: The blueprint, <laughs> right? Yeah. Let's talk about that a little bit. Um, first, first, yes. How, how many different? How many seats, to, chairs do you have in your? Se-
0: three right now. Three, three styling stations, two makeup stations, two suites.
1: And the suite. Is like maybe something like this to where hundred square feet, hundred square feet. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay, okay. Yeah. Just let
0: y'all know, I got two
1: open. Y'all want? <laughs> gotcha. Okay. So you have that set up, and then what each person pays a fee. Correct. Okay. Basically, where you was at, you just now you own it, and now they paying you. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, what else systems do you have in place to like run this smoothly?
0: So do you want to go back from, like, start or, like, just in general?
1: I guess the start from the start.
0: So start, you want to make sure you have, like, an LLC, like, for sure. Like, start your business. Don't ever put it in your own name. Stuff can go left, and you don't want your, your personal livelihood to go down with that. So make sure you hit an LLC, make sure you have a business bank account, business saving account. You wanna have at least two business checking accounts, one saving. If you're trying to do what I'm doing um, in the salon industry and be able to rent to other like-minded stylists or makeup artists, whatever, you wanna have two checking accounts. I say that because one of them will be for the overhead in general for your salon, for your business, what you wanna to add to it, whether it be merchandise, whatever, right?
1: What's your overhead at right now?
0: I think my overhead... Dang, I don't even know. I just be paying. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know the money good when you just, just pay I it, just huh? I just be paying oh, it. I don't man. even know
0: exactly what number it is. I think it's like 30. Like 33, you know I know. Mean? A
1: month? Yeah. Sheesh. Oh yeah.
0: There's a brand new... Brand new location, like brand spanking new, first person in it. Right. Um but you wanna make sure you have a substantial
1: amount. Let me put a pin in this real quick. The last build out was he was saying ninety four thousand. How much did it take for you to build this one out?
0: Um, with everything in it, about sixty thousand.
1: He was way off. Like I said. (laughs) Dang. Yeah. That's an extra thirty four.
0: A yeah. I was like, Are you okay? Wow. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, you tried it and failed and that's why that place is still empty. Wow. But okay.
1: Go ahead. Continue. (laughs) But
0: but, um, you want to make sure you have some some type of history um, just with your business, whatever entity that is, so um, you want to make sure you have at least two years of history of constantly making the same amount of income on average monthly. Um, To be able to end up having your own space like your own building whether it's renting whether it's buying
1: You didn't need that you just got straight in the door Yeah,
0: but I had it But I had (laughs) it I I had it because I gave it I had given it to two other um, Locations right right so I had it it was mainly just like the right fit was the right fit, right? So um, Like I said two years of like consistent income on average like Right, so your LLC, your two bank accounts, and one of those has to have consistent income. The savings is because what you want to do with that savings is obviously open your own building. You don't want to be touching your own money. If you see money in your account, you'll touch it, and then you'll be asked out when, right. it, when it comes time for you to use it, right? So um, you do that, you can do one or two things with that. You can take your own money, which I don't suggest, your own business money, I don't suggest, or you go ahead and take your money, the income that you've been making consistently for the last two years, go to the bank, and be like, hey, I need to take out a loan. I want to take out a loan. And sometimes, if you're, if you're- Is that what you did? That's what I did. Okay. I did, I had the same amount of money that matches my loan just in case, Mm. something were to happen, and I had to pull out, I had the money. like very important very important make sure you have whatever loan you're taking If you're taking a hundred thousand make sure you have at least half of that in your in your in your business like the money you know so if god forbid something happens you you need to be able to have money to back that up right right so um i took out a small loan nothing crazy i didn't want to be like you know <laughs> like what, what, i didn't want to be what's I the number I took out, uh, I think it was like $70,000. Um, I knew the build out, like I said, I knew overall the build out would be s- around 75000 That's what, from just my calculations, my projections, from, and then what I had saved up, I had well over $170,000 saved up in my bank account. And that's just the business. And so I wanted to make sure like I can cover the expenses on my own, but. I knew the smartest thing to do would be to take out a business loan, for two reasons. One, you don't want to ever tap into your your cash flow ever um, unnecessarily. You need that for a rainy day. That's that's one hundred seventy thousand dollars a rain, a big rainy day. But <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> If it <laughs> rained, I got COVID it though. if it happens again, mm-hmm. I would be straight. I would be straight if I had to tell all of my my girls to be like, hey. Let me go ahead and, you know, at least pay y'all for a month each to be sitting still because we got to close down. I want to be able to do that and you not be asked out, you know, and that's rainy day money. That's right. what that's for, right? But also you want to build your business profile.
1: You just said pay them. Why would you pay them if they pay you to be in the Cause suite? Because
0: they can't make any money.
1: So that's just you being nice.
0: That's me being a boss. <laughs> They can't make you don't have, any. Money. You don't have I don't to do have it. to. Got gotcha. you. I don't have to, but I want my people to come back. Right. I respect that. I want them to come back. I, I want you to still that. come and work here. Um, if you have nowhere to work, it's COVID. Like I was legit asked out. Most hairstylists, most nail techs, most whatever were asked out. The ones who kept working, or I'm sure some of them were. I know some of them were fined. Like I know some that were fined because wow. they weren't supposed to be working. Right. Um so it's hard though if you're like say you're a single parent and this is your means of living and now Mm -hmm. COVID is here and they say you can't work (laughs) like you know they wasn't giving unemployment initially to anybody Unless you were legit unemployed and not a, a business owner. Right. Eventually, they they offered that to people, right? So um, because of that, it was just like, that's something I got to keep in the back of my mind. How would I want somebody to treat me if I was working with them? I love you that. You know what I'm saying? So like I said, rainy day money. So don't, t- don't touch that. Um, also, you want to build your business profile. So that is why you take a loan out.
1: How do you build your business profile?
0: So, it's a lot that goes to that. But you want to make sure you have a relationship with whatever bank account. So,
1: right. at
0: least two years, like I said. Now you've built a relationship with this bank. Hey, I want to make sure, like, I'm doing the right things to add to my my business uh, credit, not my personal. So, how do I do that? You ask necessary questions. Some people are willing to give you the information. Let me tell you the T. T <laughs> Open a business credit card. When they offer you a business credit card, when you open your business account, take that business credit take card. Take the
1: business credit card.
0: It does have a dink on your personal side because obviously you have no business credit yet, right. right? But that helps build your profile. You need a major bank card, credit card of some sort on your business profile that can start so much, right? Then you target the smaller banks that are... Like business. If you happen to have Navy Federal, kudos to you. (laughs) Like, you in the door. Um, Bank of America, um, there's like Bank of Omaha, like smaller banks that are willing to give you even $2,000 for a business credit line, right? That, pay that, pay on it, like use it, like half of it, pay on it, all of it. Then it doubles your credit, Usually every like three to six months, they then enhance upgrade your credit, right? right? So then you're able to then take out this said business loan because you have built these relationships all these mm-hmm. credits, right, on your business. But you're able to do it with just now your business credit. But like I said, you have to have an LLC to, in order to do any of that stuff. Um, from there, like I said, you want to add to your business credit. You want a different type of profiles. So an auto loan on your business would be great. It's also great for tax purposes because you can write it off um especially if you're a person who knows you make well over a hundred thousand dollars a year go ahead and buy you a car in <laughs> your business and say you use it for your business because then it's a great write-off and you're right. not having to pay irs so much money
1: gotcha.
0: um so those things you want to do so
1: you have to be how, how does tax write-offs work
0: it 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 can get a little complicated but, <laughs> <I get> you. <laughs> but
1: can you just give me the gist of it like a quick breakdown so like you said you buy that car you say You're using it for your business business purposes. Mm -hmm. So what you just, what do you do?
0: So you can say you use it for say you have an assistant that works with you. You can use yours and you say you say for instance you have goods that you sell. Um, Those goods you make profit from, right? So if you make well more than whatever the margin says. It is great for you to purchase something that can then add to your business. That you're using it as business. Got you. So not making money off of, but pretty much it, it seems as though you're taking money away from your business to to add to your business. Right. That is a deduction. That is something that you can like. Oh, okay. Well, she made a hundred thousand dollars a year, but she expanded her business and added this car.
1: Got you. Gotcha. Now
0: she can use that and say the car was $40,000, and they say, hey, you can use $20,000 of it as a as a write-off. Well, now, instead of you making $100,000, it says you make $80,000 because you had to add that car. Gotcha,
1: gotcha, yeah. gotcha, okay, okay. <laughs> so
0: now they can't tax you on right. that. They can only tax you on the 80.
1: They can't tax you on the whole 100. They tax you on the 80. Gotcha, yeah. okay. Beautiful breakdown.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I was like, how do I break this down for it to make sense? But... All of those things came into play prior to me opening this building, to getting this building, and that set me up for what's to come next. So that building, building is now added on my business profile. So you want different variations of things added to your business profile. Gotcha. Yeah, because God forbid something happens in my business tomorrow, I'm going to be okay personally because it hasn't affected my personal credit at all. Right. <laughs> Y'all that's ain't taking my house. Y'all ain't taking my car. <laughs> Y'all ain't taking none of that. Because you can always come back and say, "All right, for whatever reason this business tanked, or whatever, let me go ahead and open up another LLC." That's all it is. That's
1: all it is. Yeah, that's all it is. Got you.
0: They do it all the all the time.
1: I believe you. The other people do it I, all the time. I believe you. I believe. I've been learning all the time. I so many businesses you. go
0: foreclosed. Like they not foreclosed. Um, what's the call? bankrupt Bankrupt, yeah that's why <laughs> but they still got money
1: i believe that's you. why i believe you 100 <laughs> percent yeah um what advice you have for a young woman that's the the, the the younger version of you that at home braiding you know got some kids and they want they see that vision they want to get into it they want to be where you at what kind of advice you have for that young woman
0: um, if I could go back and talk to my younger self, <laughs> like I would tell myself to take it easy. Don't be so hard on yourself. Your time is coming when it's supposed to come. Like I think that's, that's where
1: that's 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 easier said than the, done it is easier said when, than in done. In that moment, you need stuff to happen.
0: But so needing, how do you tell someone that when you rush? what whatever helped us whatever whatever got done being rushed like seriously like think about it whatever you gotta be, got you gotta, done rushed well, didn't be pregnant. get them properly it didn't like think about it the, the guy that's a dope dealer he make money this fast does he keep it no the the woman that that happens to be an exotic dancer she makes money this fast and now she and mind you she went to start making that money that fast because she's like i need to go to nursing school i got a kid i got this and that Right. She never goes to nursing school because she makes the money this fast. That's how fast it goes. Because I gotta feed this, I gotta take care of that. Whatever, whatever they had in their head as to why they started that, never actually gets done because it happens so quick. Like the urgency is where we fall short at. Like, there's no need for you to. If it's supposed to happen, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. I wish I would. I wish somebody would have came and told me, it's okay. Like relax. You, you being... think you would have listened? I think so.
1: <laughs>
0: I really do. I and, think and so. And I said it
1: because you said earlier you are so ambitious. So someone telling you, "Hey,
0: keep and going." You being so
1: ambitious. Keep like...
0: going. Don't ever stop. Right. Always learn. All those things. Because when what someone told me a while ago was, um, "What's an opportunity if you're not prepared
1: for it?" I Guess one that's wasted or one you can't. Take advantage of it. If you're not
0: prepared for it, how you gonna you know what I'm saying? So it's like don't be so hard, don't be so quick for things to happen. It took me what's so crazy, I've been looking for a building for what, three, four years. (laughs) And all of all it took was for me to just slow down and be patient and listen to like what was actually happening, what actually needed to happen for me. And it was just timing, like you're not prepared for it yet. Right. Well, might maybe I might have had all the money. I might have had the the LLCs. I might have had all of that. But business right? is
1: way more than just that, huh?
0: So much more <laughs> than that, y'all. I was just saying that the other day. I was like, man, <laughs> just just yesterday, <laughs> I went up to the salon. I was like, man, let me clean these hair traps out. Let me let me do this. Like, I one of my um shampoo bowls, the the hose or whatever broke, and here here I am fixing a holes like dang let me order this overnight this and it's so much more than that but like if you can get all the other stuff like handled and taken care of like the business like the, the logistics of it all um it becomes a lot easier for you to handle the minute things got you that come your way but if you're not prepared those minute things are big things
1: how do you get prepared
0: like i said you just gotta be patient you really do, like, keep on learning. Don't ever stop learning. Dream big, like, don't be sitting here talking about, yeah, I just want to do hair. Nah, like, I want to own 10 salons, right? Like.
1: How many you want to own?
0: Like 10 salons. Like 10. <laughs> but not even just in Houston. Like, you know, I'm from New York, so I definitely want a location up there. I want one in Atlanta. Um, I want one in Cali. I want, like, two here.
1: The next one, I want to come for the ribbon cutting
0: thing.
1: Bet. I want to come.
0: Because the next one's going to be crazy. Let's go. Crazy. Let's the go. The next one's going to be so big. Let's it go. don't make no sense. <laughs> it's going to be crazy. Like I want I want to get to a point where it's just everything just runs itself. Like I think you just have to always be willing to learn. Got you. Always. You have to always be willing to understand that criticism is not saying that you're bad at something. It's just tighten up. Tighten up on something that's else. It. That's up. it. Tighten up on that's something else. That's the New else.
1: York and you right there. Tighten up. Probably. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Tighten up. Like that's really all it is. Like and then when you get to boss status, because like, that's really where your mental has to be, like, ain't nothing ain't nothing too big for a boss. What was it? T I said something about uh something about a giant and something, I don't, I don't even remember what he said, but it was just like, ain't nothing too big. Something about a giant and tiny, I don't know, would've.
1: but anyway. I don't know. I haven't heard it.
0: But, he used to say it all the time. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I just feel like, you know, and then obviously put Jesus Christ first. That's who I believe in. That's what I to believe in. Put him first. Like, he will literally alter your footsteps and literally put the right people at the right time in your path. Like, i strongly and wholly believe that me too because it's been my life like the amount of things that i've gone through i really shouldn't even be out here breathing this air like real talk
1: like what what you done like been through
0: real talk. To- like i've been to jail for I've been
1: what jail. what you done did you you the one that put it out there <laughs> we'll save it for the second interview yeah. we'll save it for that interview <laughs> No, I, I mean but
0: i'm just saying i was a troubled kid like you know I, a lot have a lot of things have happened to me where most people would be like I'm done i'm done i ain't doing i'm Look, done
1: what you saying that you went to jail and you being that transparent I'm gonna be transparent as well I've been there too but well, we gonna save the details
0: for another time. the next
1: time not too next time <laughs> for the next time
0: but like I would tell myself, don't be too hard on yourself. Like right. it was me, honestly. Like sometimes, what they say, greed, you know. And I feel like hastily being hasty is is a form of greed. Like, why do you want it so bad? Why do you need it right now? Like, why do you need it right now? Sometimes most people can't answer that situation. question. No. But but most people can't answer that can't answer that question. Like, why do you have to have it right now? Because it's not a half. You don't have to have it.
1: Depends on what it is. My lights are about to get turned off. My car needs some gas. I need it right now.
0: So you're going to steal for it?
1: I ain't say that.
0: <laughs> you what? Because whenever you have that mentality, you'll do anything to get it. And sometimes doing anything to get it is what gets you caught up. And then here you are, off-balanced. You missed the – now, now you're – now go instead of going this way you you got to go this way right. now it's going to take you another 5 years to get to that and now it's going to take you another so it's like you prolonging the damn process right. like so you might as well just be patient
1: right 100% you
0: might as well be patient
1: i enjoyed this conversation did you i enjoyed i enjoyed <laughs> this i enjoyed this it was a lot a gems dropped your journey um Transparency, the the business side of things, I I really enjoyed it. Yeah, energy, especially your energy.
0: Oh, well,
1: thanks. <laughs> I I truly enjoyed this conversation, and um, likewise, likewise, we definitely gonna do a part two. Please. Um, probably after the next salon has been opened up and that is doing well as this one is. Yeah. I'll be ready to tap it. Hey, now you got two. Talk to me about it. Yeah. How's it feel from going one to two?
0: And managing 2G.
1: Right. So I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm very excited for that conversation. Um, another thing, while we're here too, let me give a special shout out to Carrie. Because without yes. her, this would have been possible. CK
0: Wall Designs, I CK love y'all. Wall design. I love them. Oh the, my God. The, the way how
1: I met Carrie was I was at a house in Cyprus, my own TV on the wall. Oh. And so happened that she was doing the wall that I'm on the TV on so we started talking and stuff I told her I got a podcast she started showing me her work and I was like hey, I want to get you my podcast she's like sure let's make it happen <laughs> I was like wow that's all it took I just me to love ask her. and then um I was we was talking on Instagram she's like hey I got someone else for you <laughs> And that's when she refers you, and this is how we're here today.
0: That's crazy, because she never really told me, like, the entire story. She right. was just like, someone's going to contact you about the podcast? <laughs>
1: and
0: I was just like, huh? No, I think you I think you maybe reached out to me before she even said it to me. And I was like, girl, who is this? <laughs> so I was, she was just like, oh, yeah, I meant to tell you somebody's going to reach out to you for a yeah, podcast, yeah, yeah. and I was just like, okay, thanks for the heads up. <laughs> She's like I have a lot of things going on. Yeah, of course she yeah, does, yeah, you know, yeah. miss almost two hundred thousand followers. Right, 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 you know, two right. years of the game. Right, yeah she killing it. Hello, her and her she husband. It. I love them. They are killing it. I'm blessed to have them as my neighbors, to Most be honest. Definitely. Like I really love them. They they another one that shoots a whole bunch of gems my way.
1: So I'll probably see you on Thursday when you I come will. to the studio. You okay, will. I'll definitely stop by while Please I'm over stop there too. By. I'll definitely stop by. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Um how much is a shampoo? I might want to get my hair shampoo while I'm down there. Uh,
0: I said like 45. Okay.
1: Going up. Yeah. <laughs> a, a detox. I won't get a detox. A detox is
0: like 90.
1: Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, Other than that, um, one last question. I went to a networking event in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And uh, I stayed at an Airbnb and I met the owner of the Airbnb. Uh, and we had a chance to talk and i told him about my podcast what i got going on and the following morning he brought me a sheet of paper and he's like hey i think and this is one of the most brilliant minds i've ever spoke to in my life like he is just hes an older guy but the wisdom and the way he talked the way he articulates stuff is just like we spoke for like almost two and a half hours at up. the table and he brought me a sheet of paper the next morning he said hey these are some ideas i think you could add to your podcast and one thing stood out to me and From that moment, this section of the podcast is forever dedicated to him. And the thing that said on the paper was, "It said the world is listening. If there's one piece of advice you can give to humanity, what would it be?" Trust God. Trust God.
0: Trust the pro. Oh, trust the process. All the ugly that goes with it. Oh, I'm about to tear up. Like real talk. Trust the process. Trust the
1: process. (laughs) couldn't close out another thing than that. (laughs) Trust the process. Trust God. We up out of here. Peace.
0: (laughs) Uh, Lord, you about to have me in tears.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. It's okay.
0: (laughs) Have me in tears. Ooh, I I promise I wish somebody would have told me that.
1: Told you what? Trust the process? Just
0: trust the process all of the ugly that come with it, all of it. The loss of friendships, the everything.